Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, a show that takes a solve two mysteries and cocktails and puts them together in a cocktail shaker that's the co- podcast going into your ears that's what that is <laughs> uh Masood, with me as always the fantastic suze kepner uh, and the amazing chris stokes that's like it werewolves of london suze's ah. uh, was like the uh um, the Werewolves of London song. Who's that by? The Werewolves, werewolves of, of London. London. Yeah, you know, Werewolves of London. Oh, no, nope, yeah. don't know that song. <laughs> Warren Zevon. I know it. Warren Zevon paid homage. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand walking through the yeah. streets of Soho in the rain. He was looking for a place called Lee Ho Fuchs. Oh, <laughs> do you know what this God. sounds like? Is the uh, everybody do the dinosaur? Open the door, shit on the floor. Everybody <laughs> walks the dinosaur. Everybody <laughs> walks the dinosaur, not everyone do the dinosaur. Oh, everyone yeah, sorry, the dinosaur. Uh, I did it. Uh, how are we? Hmm, Good, it's not bad. a busy few days, thank you. Uh, and I'm glad, like, it fight they fight. We recording this on the 24th of October, it's finally come to an end. My busyness now, all I have to do is go on holiday on Friday because I had a gig on Thursday mm-hmm. and uh, I double checked the gig was happening just in case I could book an earlier flight yeah. to begin my holiday sooner. Uh-huh. And they went, Yeah, it's still happening. Cut uh-huh. to end of last week. Hi, Suze. Sorry, this gig's been cancelled. P.S. It was a charity uh-huh. gig, it was for free. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, so I could have started my holiday three days sooner, but whatever. Oh, whatever. So, 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 oh, whatever, so, so, so. honey. Oh. Drunk now. Bit more drink, I think. Yeah. Mm. What are we drinking? Um, I. Good, good segue. I, I'm. I'm. Well, I tell you, I'm drinking this. Yeah. That. That is this. a. So a few weeks ago, I had the smoky doki, which was a smoky cherry chocolate Manhattan. Yeah, that was uh, really nice. This is a. Uh, I haven't got a name for it. But I'm going to tell you what it is. Uh, it is another variation on a Manhattan. Ooh. So it's 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 whiskey. It's not smoky whiskey. It's Irish, Somebody's got Irish a lot of whiskey, whiskey in the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we knew that. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, Irish whiskey, uh, sweet vermouth, and chocolate orange liqueur. Whoa! <gasps> so it's, it's it's a chocolate orange Manhattan, and it's oh. amazing. It's really Can we drink nice. that for the finale, which we're all going to do in the same place, I've decided. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, that sounds very good. It's delicious. But what's the name of it, please? Uh, right, give me the ingredients again. Chocolate orange liqueur, sweet vermouth, and Irish whiskey. Uh, yeah. And it's the, the, the chocolate orange liqueur is the Dark Matters rum liqueur. Yeah. Oh, okay. call it top of the warnings to you. Oh, I like that. <laughs> it's good. Irish whiskey and then chocolate orange rum and then sweet vermouth. I don't know, man. Terry's Irish sweet. <laughs> Terry's Irish chocolate bomb? No. It, it, it feels too... It needs something that's like... Bam, how about this? On the Terry's vibe and the Manhattan vibe, how about Terrence goes to New York? Yeah, good. <laughs> I like that. Terrence Sweet. goes to New York. <laughs> the drink only Chris can name Terrence. 
My straps well, have fallen down. Look, hang on. Uh, oh, I'm naked. Masu's going to get very uncomfortable in a minute. I'm uh, naked. Do you what wanna, if I do? Hey, what if hang I do? on. Hang on. I'm pulling it down. Right. Oh. When I pop back up, do you think I'll be naked or not? No. I didn't really pull it down. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Masood was doing this. Masood was doing this, Masood, like, uh, the amount of times I've threatened to flash you guys and I never do it. Is it. Do you remember when I said, what if I just text you a picture of my booze, Masood? And Masood went, I delete it straight away. Just, <laughs> just the, thing, the thing is, is you know, you say, oh, how many times have I threatened to flash you and I never do? Mm. Uh, the, 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 the reason it's funny is because it might be this time. It and might be that's this time. What, true. Yeah, and that's Who why knows? That's why Masood is always so uncomfortable. Incoming, like, oh, could be this incoming tits. This could be <laughs> tits ahoy. Is that the name of your drink, Suze? What's 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 In, your yeah, drink? Well, to be honest, tits. all I've done is done in tequila and coke, but I think we will call it incoming tits. <laughs> yeah. Just tequila and diet coke. Incoming tits. Incoming tits. Uh... <laughs> yum 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 oh, yum. Yummy. I might get a different tequila. Uh, for <laughs> the second lot, oh. I've got a bit more coke. It's the last can of diet coke in the house. Is it diet coke or diet caffeine free coke? It's just diet coke. I can okay. have one. Ah, ah. Or in this case, and what are you drinking, Masood? That's a cucumber, isn't it? So on the oh, we yeah. were talking last week about oh Christ, uh, we were talking last week about could you gimlet anything? And I was oh, like, yes, I think you oh, could. Yeah. We so were in I... we were in person as well. Yes, that's right. Oh um, yes, because everyone, you joined us the week after we went oh. uh, and had uh, we went to see last podcast on the left. Thank you very mm. much for the free tickets. Lads. Thank you. We were on the guest list. Went Good to see show. that great show. A lot of Friend fun at the London Palladium. Sold out. I know Palladium. it was a great show because I thoroughly enjoyed it, despite ticking over on three hours sleep. Oh yes, <laughs> and oh, and, right. and having having had yes. been up since half past four that morning. Yeah, was... my god. Oh yeah, that's right. But yeah. I still really enjoyed the show. And then uh, the following night, we went out for drinks. We met all the last podcast lads. Yeah, it was um, all fun. Took they voice. went out to have beef Wellington. Oh yes, <laughs> because Marcus is obsessed with. British yeah, he was food. really keen to eat beef Wellington. <laughs> I didn't say this to him, but I, I I wish I had, which is that I um it's it was refreshing to have an American not shit on British food. Yes. Oh yeah, he loves it. The other yeah, two yeah. do hate it. Okay, so okay, full disclosure, when Americans shit on British food, like I see the point. I'm not yes. I'm not I'm saying not our cuisine is it. beautiful, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it is it is refreshing to meet an American that genuinely likes it yeah do you, and also <laughs> i do find I do. it i do find it weird that they do that because like i've had american food oh no, yeah, american food is, yeah. is dreadful it's yeah. terrible and if helpings are too big so um someone yeah for so you people are, <laughs> they are they're huge they're fucking can huge. i have a small fries please can I just have one fry, please um she eats it like a corn cob. british yeah <laughs> She's like, like um, in that film, like, downsizing. That's just my life. Uh, <laughs> I'm a borrower. In uh, Bake Off, they Bake show it in America and they all kick off about it. And they did Mexican Week and it, they opened the show in like sombreros and um, I don't know what the... What's a poncho? Right, poncho, poncho. Yeah. They were like wearing those and going, hey, it's Mexico week. And the Americans hey, were like, ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, no. One of, them, so... one of them shot a gun in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but they just were like, hey, Mexico week. And um, Americans were like, I can't fucking believe it. It's so racist. And they didn't realize, like, in Britain, we don't have like an anti-Mexico sentiment. It's just not a thing. <laughs> that would be like, it would be like yeah. if they put berets on and going, hey, we're French. Um, yeah. That's how we see it. Although a researcher probably should have known that they show it in America. Anyway, they yeah. like the Americans have been kicking off over like British cuisine within Bake Off. And the other day, someone kicked off because Paul Hollywood made a s'more with, but like really small with a big marshmallow in the middle. Yeah. And s'mores are just digestive biscuits with melted chocolate and a marshmallow and you put it over a campfire. It's really yes. not, it's not like beautiful cuisine. And he, they were posting like, Paul Hollywood thinks this is a s'more. And someone quote tweeted it and said, yeah, that can't be an American dish. It doesn't look like fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah. like the amount of replies he got from people going, "Fuck you! Your British cuisine is disgusting. You guys don't season anything." And uh, oh. I'm, and you're like, "We don't care. We don't care what people say about British food." Yeah. But I have had American food. It's, I mean, 
Yeah, I outside of most Western food, and I'm that I mean British and American, I'm like, mm. I will eat most like most of the things I cook in the house will be anything other than British cuisine, which in my head is shepherd's pie, no, bangers and mash, pie. and a variation of those two dishes. <laughs> yeah, big fan of the roast, gotta say. We're king of the roast dinners. They don't do a proper roast dinner in America. They mix sweet potatoes with marshmallows, the fucking psychopaths. That is insane. I just finished my tequila. Right. Be right back. I'm going to get some more booze to put in that fucking drink. Um, Because it's uh, my holiday has begun. So, so Masood, uh, that's a cucumber gimlet. Oh, yeah. You keep talking about it because I don't give a fuck. It's an elderflower gimlet. So it's... um, (gasps) I had some elderflower... uh, Not liqueur. Elderflower cordial. Um, although I will say this, I definitely wish I had elderflower liqueur because that would have been nicer. So it's like something like Saint Germain, but so I've got elderflower cordial, lime juice, but I should have used lime cordial really. And gin. If I were to make it again, I'd probably go Saint Germain and lime juice mm. because that would kind of, they kind of even, even it out. So it's- what made you go cucumber as garnish and not lime? Because I originally was going to make it a cucumber and elderflower gimlet. And I, it was only wow. when I was cutting well, the cucumber that I was like, oh, wait a minute. I should have put cucumber don't in you, this. Don't you think then that the lime juice is probably a better idea than the lime cordial, like you said? Because the lime cordial would have made it even sicklier. Yeah, I think now, like when so I first tried it. Ooh, here I'm going to add go. that to tequila and coke. Nice. And I'm going to call it tequila and smoke. Yeah, it, it, like when I first tried it, I was like, and then now it's actually quite nice. It's balanced itself out. It's it's uh, with the gin and the lime juice and sort of because the the it is a very sickly sweet cordial. So like at first I was like, what, what? it was very cloying. That's the word. Cloying. I'm gonna cloying. taste this. How's that, boys? She's done <laughs> it again. Tequila and smoke. I'm you crazy. love it. You've done it again. <laughs> Someone Sorry, I'm a, derailing the podcast because I'm pissed and I'm about to have my second drink and it's got more right. than the first. Um, ah, this is lethal. Yeah. So Chris, <laughs> what it, Chris, what have you got for us, mate? Have you got, mm. have you got a mystery for us, mate? Um, have you got a mystery, mate? mystery for Yeah, us, and I'm probably going to cut out the Ben Mendelsohn chat, so that's going to be out of nowhere. Yeah. Hang on, let me do some more. I'm Bird Cool. What have you got <laughs> for us? Chris, what do you have for us? <laughs> Chris, what do you have for us uh, today? Today us? is, as we near the end of this season, 2010. We're now in 2010. <gasps> wow, we've moved. We have moved it's, very uh, quickly. It's the uh, the death of Gareth Williams. You might know him better as the spy in the bag. Oh, oh shit. This episode has been a long time coming because oh. I feel like this was one of the first ones we pitched. Yeah. I remember you yeah. talking about the spy in the bag yes. before I would started being rude to Masood. Mm. <laughs> it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, because we had to sell the studio the on the concept of the podcast. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Which at the time was leaning exclusively towards like impossible murders and stuff. Yeah, locked rooms, etc. That's right, yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's only a very limited amount of those in real course. life. So mm-hmm. uh, it was Letitia Tarot, Isidore Fink, and then this one. Yes. He was 31 years old. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, Welsh mathematician. He'd been born in Anglesey. Oh. Uh, and he was an employee of GCHQ, seconded to MI6. Yeah. Oh. And he was found dead in suspicious circumstances at mm. the security service safe house in Pimlico yes. on the 23rd of August 2010. Yes. Do you yeah. remember what those suspicious circumstances were? Um he's I in a bag. He's a man's in a bag. He was um as you said in the title he was he was found yeah, in the bathroom in the bath tub in a bag mm. in a suitcase which was zipped up and he was inside and it was like locked was there it like was, a lock on it yeah so it was the uh, it was the ensuite of the main bedroom yes at this safe house this safe flat 
uh, he'd been. <laughs> that's how. That's how much money our security has. No, no, you get a safe flat. You're not going to get a safe house. Don't, don't. Oh no, um, no, no, no. They, uh, 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 some of the colleagues went to do a welfare check on him because they hadn't heard on him for uh, from him for a few days, hmm. and they found his naked, decomposing remains in a red bag in yes. the bath right. of the ensuite. But that bag, you are correct, Masood, was padlocked from the outside. Yes. Yeah. And there was no one else in the flat. No. And no signs of a break-in or... The police had gained entry into the top... It was a top-floor flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, his family have said that crucial DNA evidence was interfered with and fingerprints that were left at the scene were, in fact, wiped off as part of a cover-up. <gasps> his family said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was no signs. Uh, so, yeah. Um, a forensic examination concluded that there were no signs of forced entry or any DNA gotcha. pointed to a third party present at the time of his death. So the fact of the matter is, is that he somehow locked himself in this bag. Yeah. It's a classic yeah. lock room mystery in 2010. Yes. Mm. Basically. And it's a locked bag, the smallest room. A bag is the <laughs> smallest room. In London, you can only charge like £400 a week to live in it. In a bag, yes. Yeah. And, you know, and I've lived in a couple of bags. And... Yeah. Well, I've dated a so, few. Dining well, well, a man. If you... Um, ago. I haven't. Uh, the uh, uh, Scotland Yard also found no evidence of his own fingerprints on the padlock of the bag or even the bath itself. Did they find any fingerprints on such items as padlock? Um, no, uh, no, which is why his family think that it must have been a cover up. But, but, yeah. But then, OK, this let, makes sense. Let now. me let me suggest that maybe Ooh. the person covering up was the person that did it and would clean, uh, clean up after themselves. Yes. Uh, Do you know what, what I mean? It, yeah. When I say a cover up, it doesn't necessarily mean conspiracy, but hold no. that thought because it is a possibility. Anyway, jet um, fuel can't melt lock bags. <laughs> but he, uh, um, uh, the reason that there was no his fingerprints were not found on the bath mm. or the padlock mm. uh, suggests third party involvement yes so that's why as, as well as him being stuffed car- naked into a bag yeah. so that, would, coroner- that, that, that smells a little suspicious yeah so the coroner ruled it as a um, uh assassination or unlawfully killed because it suggested third party yes. involvement. Mm-hmm. Um, was the rest of the place clean of fingerprints as well? Because I remember, didn't we do one back in the Hollywood uh, thing that we did and there was like someone who died in their house in their bathtub or something and like the entire house was wiped clean. And it was like, oh no, somebody came in and murdered them and then left. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. The uh, the other thing as well is that the key to the padlock was found mm. in the bag with him. Oh, and yes, I remember this detail, and it is fucking weird. That is super weird. That yes. suggests like but, he got the zip and went, Ooh. and then went yes, tiny bit of zip. Did, yeah, or let or they um, or they uh, poked it in. Yeah, they poked it in. Maybe yeah. it was but you, you can Chris. also you can also lock a padlock without the key. So yes. they could have just with thrown their, the with key with a little pin. Oh, like because the padlock's key. open, and then you just and then you oh, put yeah. them after, you don't need oh, a yeah, key to lock a padlock. Yeah, yeah. So they All could right, have just thrown yes. the key. It's like 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 a pinhead suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like a padlock, you can lock it with any key. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Any key will do. It's like Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Any key will do. <laughs> so a man is dead, and. <laughs> Amanda Simpson. Gareth Williams. The Deputy Assistant Commissioner at the Metropolitan Police, a man named Martin Hewitt, mm-hmm. he said that it was theoretically possible for him to have lowered himself into the bag without touching the bath, because he could have just climbed into the bag while it was in the bath, lowered himself in without even touching the bath. But he would have had to have wiped his own fingerprints from inside the bag off the padlock on the outside. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It just seems very an elaborate way to, you know, um, kill someone. Do yeah, and or so, if it's a suggested suicide yourself, it seems just yeah. to like just, just so jump. Like I'm, I'm not the, saying that's what you should do, but I'm just saying if you if you have the choice, yeah. th- those are two things. 
so there are Cut like you no, 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 no. <laughs> this no, is why this is why there are the this is why things like this become catch on and they're mysteries because yeah. mm. it doesn't make sense either way you slice it if it if he was killing himself to make it look like he'd been done in why the scenario of being stuffed in a bag in the bathroom yeah that seems if odd, he was know. being murdered and made it look like he was uh he'd done it he'd locked himself in the bag don't wipe his fingerprints off the padlock yeah yeah right yeah yeah keep those on exactly are we gonna find out a little bit about our man gareth, gareth williams yeah uh he was so i don't know why he i i know the impossible nature of his death i don't, don't know, know why, why. Um, oh i know he's a spy yeah so he was born born and raised in anglesey mm. uh, on anglesey i should say mm-hmm. and uh welsh was his first language and he started studying mathematics part-time at my old university banger hey, hey. Banger. while, Go on, while mate, he was banger. and he did he did that while he was still at secondary school Oh, uh, he, he's like Doogie Howser. Oh, yeah, high, right. high achiever. He graduated with a first class degree at 17. Uh, he then gained a PhD at Manchester. Wow. Uh, Pretty huge and dick. He... <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and then he took That's up, what they uh, want you to think. It's what it means. <laughs> I'm going to do one. I, I won't have one. <laughs> are, there any, are there any questions? When do I get my Hiya. pretty, pretty huge, huge dick? Uh, is that, is that coming I was signing up for this PhD because I can't wait to be bestowed with my pretty huge dick. Uh, you don't get one. Well, I've paid you people like over 500 quid. That's, I mean, I, what? I stole that. Uh, my friend Adam Pershard, cabaret performer, has a PhD in, yeah, he has some phd in something to do with islam and i'm so dumb yeah. i'm like come it all is and uh i was on the phone to someone the other day and i went hey adam um this is my friend adam he was behind me because we were doing a cabaret show together and i said adam adam has a phd and adam leant into frame and went pretty huge dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think he's done it a few times that's hilarious just a hint just a hint <laughs> oh. so he had a pretty huge dick uh he used uh, he used that Wait. uh to then do a graduate course at Cambridge, but he dropped out of that and then went oh. to work at GCHQ. Ah, more oh, okay. money. More money. Uh, he rented a room in Gloucestershire for about a decade. He was an intensely oh. private man and a keen cyclist, and he was due to return to Cheltenham at the beginning of September 2010 after his annual leave, which was why he was in London. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. so he was still working at Cheltenham yeah. while he was because he was working for the Secret Service. While he was uh, uh, in London in Pimlico at this safe house, safe flat, yeah, the safe flat. Um, uh, so yeah, like I say, uh, his friends hadn't heard from him, colleagues hadn't heard from him for a while. So they did a welfare check on him, and they think he'd been there for a week. Oh uh, wow! So That's his date ages. of death. Oh my god! His, so he was found on the twenty third of August, but his date of death they reckon was about the sixteenth, a week before. Wow. Jesus. Okay. Do we know um, what he was like doing or working yeah. on? Uh, yeah. We we have some idea. His uh, some of his um, uh, two senior British police sources uh, have said that his work was focused on Russia. Oh. There's one confirmed report that he had been helping the US NSA uh oh, yes. trace international money laundering routes that are organized by uh that were used by organized crime groups uh including the moscow based mafia oh. so mm, he the the because he was a like, like he was a secret agent i suppose mm-hmm. um uh, the heads of both the secret service and the metropolitan police had to liaise about how the police were going to handle the investigation given the top secret nature of his work and who out of them would lead it yeah uh, so he had recently quite a contest. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. He'd, but this is this is like the sort of thing where he's got a PhD. A, I can't I can't play yeah, against that. The a, P is for pissing. In a big like in a big Hollywood movie, it would mm. be the uh the FBI and the CIA arguing over jurisdiction, right? Mm-hmm. With with this, it's the Metropolitan Police and the SIS. And you mm-hmm. just know they're gonna be like uh, a guy called Colin. And a man named <laughs> Keith. Yes. Oh, uh, we're you just know. trying to get to the bottom of this. No, it's all right. You lead it. It's fine. No, no, you can do it. It's all right. No, no, no. I just thought. No, no, no. It's fine. No, no, no. You do it. You do it. It's okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> You're such a big man. You do it. You do it. You do it. You do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <You're> really petty. <laughs> so, because he'd 
recently qualified for operational deployment and was working mm-hmm. with the NSA and FBI agents, the US State Department requested that no details of his work should emerge during this inquest. And so then, Secret Service handled it? Well, the Foreign Secretary at the time was William Hague, and he signed a public interest immunity certificate authorizing the withholding from the inquest of details of the work. So William Hague signed it saying, yeah, OK. OK, yeah. Right. Oh, P.S. Do you want to know something about William Hague? Yeah. Uh, he, right. People put too much importance. I'll make this very quick, even though I'm mm-hmm. so drunk. Uh, people put so much importance on PMQs, like it's like, oh, you got to land a killer blow on the Tories and then you win the next election. PMQs is not important. Let me no. tell you why. William Hague used to wipe the fucking floor with Blair, like session after session. He is the best I've ever seen at PMQs. William Hague mm-hmm. was amazing. Guess who won a landslide? Two elections running. Tony Blair. Tony Blair. It's not even something against Tony Blair, even though he's a can. But like <laughs> William Hague was brilliant at PMQs, yeah. and I can see it's only I got told that and then watched old PMQs performances, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I might vote for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was so good. I can see why he was made Tory leader. Yeah. After the '97 landslide of Labour. Yeah. Hmm. Silly. <laughs> he hates Rishi Sunak. That's funny. So, uh, yeah, the coroner, after the launch of the investigation, obviously said no injuries on the body, no signs they've been involved in a struggle, free of alcohol and drugs, no drugs found in his system. And the Met Police officially considered his death suspicious and unexplained. Oh, <laughs> can I no just... Um, right, we... well, yeah, that's what that's it. <laughs> Did we just let Chris get away with a prospector's whistle twice when he was saying the word so? I just, I, I heard sure. it the second that, time and you did it. And I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's, funny that, it's funny that you say you let me get away with it because I didn't know I could do it. You just yeah. did it twice. <laughs> oh, sure. Show. Show. <laughs> you pull a little Matthew when, McConaughey um, on us. Uh, when I got my... <laughs> Uh, when I got my big teeth uh, and I only had a little head, um, uh, there was a gap in between them before they sort of like came together. And I used to, I used to whistle with a lot of S's. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, it was an affliction. I'm sorry. By accident. Yeah, yeah nice yeah. one. So you just, basically, it was very triggering for me what you just said. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. They used to call me. They used to call me prospectus. Prospectus. <laughs> 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 For Halloween, your parents got your little pickaxe and a little hat and wear dungarees, trick-or-treating. Oh, that's <laughs> too cute, actually. <laughs> a little prospect. It's really annoying, actually, because my, my name has got a lot of S's in it. <laughs> that's true. Nope. It's nothing but S's, really. <laughs> like, it's the main part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mystery on the rocks. Mystery. <laughs> So they ruled it out as a as a. Um, oh, they were saying it was uh, suspicious and explained. The FBI get this also had their own investigation into it. I guess because he was working with F- FBI agents, so the right. maybe there was a motive there that they figured. Okay. Um. Uh. In December of that year, 2010, the police released further details, including visits that Williams had made to bondage websites. Uh, okay. Uh, mm. The later inquest said that these visits were actually sporadic and isolated, and they really only occurred for a small proportion of the time he spent online. So, yeah, I, like I feel like this is when we're going to get to it. One of the things. Well, I feel a little well, bit like see. they're saying, "Well, yeah, see, yeah." They're kind of going. They're kind of going. No, he didn't visit bondage sites. So he went near enough to try and lock himself in a bag. Yeah. Mm, okay. But but people will go. But he did see. Mm. He went to the budget. Good um, see. So we have uh, discussed this case a lot off mic because maybe like it was all we maybe we'll get around to it. This will be actually to be fair to I can't believe we've ended up leaving it this long when it was one of the first ones we just. I know. Same as DL Love Pass. Actually, we'll get to it. But um, yeah, we've done it live. We'll do it live. Damn it! (laughs) You know Um, that clip of Bill O'Reilly? Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, so weird. He literally, all he has to say, he's told, and to play us out, 
which is a, like obviously a band you have a single out to play mm. us out it's blah 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 uh and he goes what do you mean to play us out it's footage of him going i don't know what it is and he can't what? say it he keeps trying to say it can't, and he goes we'll do it live damn it we'll do it live oh my god it's really odd bill o'reilly's a cunt i think oh well yeah where is he now what's he doing don't know i'm gonna find well, I out imagine lots excellent, of people excellent, excellent question yeah. um <laughs> Below Riley um, now, if I type that so in a bit. We've discussed this case a lot. Do you remember the detail of what was found in the wardrobes at the sofa? No, I don't actually. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's, I, I'm saying that like, no, I don't actually. I do remember that there, there is something behind this. I, I know it's been a while. I don't remember what was in the wardrobe. Uh, then allow me to tell you. £20,000 worth of high-end women's clothing, size small to medium, 26 pairs of women's shoes, size six and a half, and female wigs and makeup were also found. That's uh, interesting. Was, six and a half. Footage of, yeah, there was video footage on one phone of him posing naked apart from leather boots. So, I mean, maybe he's a cross-dresser. Um, maybe he's trans. The six and a half US size, I presume, which mm -hmm. is very small. That's tiny. Because you... Why would like, it be US I think, size? Oh yeah, of course. I'm thinking. I always think he London, was found yeah. in a in a US motel. All right, but still, six and a half is quite oh, small yeah. for man for men's feet. Mm. I've got size four feet. They're That's tiny because I'm teeny weeny. But like, like men's sizing doesn't tend to come uh, as small as like a size six and a half. The other thing about the other thing about the feet are weird because you could have someone very very small have quite large feet, and then yeah. someone quite tall. Have teeny little like, little. like tiny feet, yeah. You know, Christina Bianco, who I do shows mm -hmm. with, she's four foot 11. Yeah. That's only two she's inches. Got size 11 than feet. She's <laughs> gigantic. No, she's only two inches shorter than me, but she, like, when we stand next to each other, I've got photos of the show this weekend. I look like a giant next to her. Mm. Um, but she has size two feet. What? Okay, two, two. feet. That's that tiny. Even... She can't buy shoes. She finds it really hard to buy shoes. Uh, so Louboutin, which is a French designer shoe brand, yeah. uh, they make shoes down to that size. And every couple oh. of years, she'll buy a pair of Louboutin shoes. But they're a thousand pounds. I've got Jesus. a pair. I've got no, I've got two pairs of Louboutin shoes. One was 70 pounds, one was 50 pounds off eBay. <laughs> yeah. But you, but you don't find size two pairs because no, that's no, like no. children's sizes. No. I mean, I don't know. I think I'd reached my full shoe size when i was 13 years old hmm. um so i don't know when i was buying size two feet no, you, mine, you uh, can't buy size two adult shoes I, th I don't think i was i don't think i was uh i think i was 16 before my feet stopped growing really yeah i think i was were you that. very short and then you would yeah no i was tiny at school but i had a growth mm. spurt before i was 16 so i think i i think i, th I think i'd been my height for a while um uh, but it was all arms kept... and legs Arms and legs yeah. and, and a, and a wavy like, head, yeah, and yeah, then it was, all kind um, of happened at the yeah. same time. I like suddenly a, uh, had a growth spurt when I was 12 and became this height, so I was 5'1", but it was all arms and legs. So I've got, because um, my dad had a video camera and he used to video everything me and my brother did. Uh, but we've got footage of me when I'm 12, and I look so tall if I'm on my own in the video because oh. the growth spurt has made my legs go, Ooh, legs and arms yeah. go, Ooh, I look like Do you a remember having growing woman. pains? Never. No, I never did. Because I think there was one, I think, I think there was one year where I grew so much that it like physically. Well, some kids, some kids yeah. grow five inches over a summer. It's nuts. Whoa. And what happens? Like the legs hurt. Where, where, where hurt, Chris? Can you show yeah, on like, the doll where, where, hurt, where it hurts? For me, uh, it was my, it was my joints, like my knees. Oh shit! Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, like mostly my man. knees, actually. Yeah. Oh, 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 Chris Stokes. Oh, Chris Stokes. Oh, that's right. Old Chris Stokes's bones is hurting. So, oh yeah. So. Uh, the uh, all of, all of the women's clothing was found in the um, uh, in the safe house. Yeah, so it's like this is uh, expensive stuff. This is this is yeah, top but, end stuff. I mean, Susan's hitting now on the head here because like ten years ago, I mm. or twelve years ago when this happened, I do not think it would have occurred to anyone that because um, also Gareth was very private. I was going to say he's uh, a very private so guy. Said, so. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it, 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 it's it's sort of almost taken until now to be like. 
Maybe Gareth was trans. Yeah. Maybe he was, but that, that's a very small shoe size. Do we have his measurements? Excellent question. Because mm. um, if he's like five foot four, five foot five, then that's an entirely reasonable shoe size. But like my friend Gareth <laughs> is hey. six foot. Myra Dubois, who is uh, huge on the um, like queer cabaret scene. And so Gareth, they, they wear uh, specially made costumes, but they wear, they can buy shoes weirdly at six foot in mm. female shoe shops, but they have size like eight or nine feet. I can't remember right. which, but you some like new look will do size nine yeah. shoes. Um, mm. But like six and a half is a very small shoe size. For it a, seems like a pretty a small. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. For someone uh, assigned male. It's a very nice, very nice flat. That you hey, good for him. Oh. Good for, good for um, him. Good for Gareth. I actually, <laughs> I actually cannot find his, uh, uh, Gareth's own measurements. They should post. They should put them out there. They should like. Here's a simple way they could do it: measure Gareth Williams's feet. <laughs> yeah, and then you'd be able to tell us whether I, I, they fit I'm the sure shoes they that were in this cupboard. But but that information very, is very Cinderella, isn't it? Yeah. But they... <laughs> the the shoes. <laughs> um, but they the thing is, anything marry the king. There was. Mm. There was video footage of him on a phone posing naked apart from this pair of leather boots. So may- maybe they did fit him. Okay, or yeah. right. it was kind of like, a, I'm going to squeeze my feet Well, into that's me. the other thing. I have mm. a pair of size three shoes. They are just here. I nearly wore them for a show this weekend, but I didn't in the end. So these are size three. I can still wear them. So you, oh, can, you can squeeze yeah. into shoes a size smaller. Look at the bottom of these I can't. Shoes. I can't. Hey, I can't bear that squeezing into into small shoes. I've done no, it. It's awful. I'm, but if you're just like doing con- a ten yeah. minute routine on a stage, then you can stand it. Uh, yeah. I, like Converse are the ones uh, that I can't because my feet are wide, and if you'd get the wrong oh, size, you got wide on, babe. Yay. Chris, don't judge me. Only Jesus can judge me. <laughs> um. So, um, there is also anecdotal evidence of. The his landlady back mm. at Cheltenham, mm-hmm. who said that because obviously he'd rented this flat over there yeah. for ten years, and his landlady and her husband once found him shouting for help because his hands had. Uh, this was three years before he died. Uh, his hands were tied to his bedposts, and he was seeing if he could get free. And they cut and him couldn't. Free. <laughs> they cut him free, believing, and this is a quote. Mm. That it was sexual rather than escapology. Well, okay. I mean, maybe it was. Maybe, yeah. No, like no judgment here on Mister. Don't on you the think rocks. it's? Um, don't you think it's interesting that he could tie his own hands to a bedpost? Well, I, I'm trying to think how I would do it, and I'm looking at my bed you right can tie now. One. It's just out of frame, but I, but I yeah, can't, you, can, you can't I use the other one posts. to then tie the other one. Yeah. yeah, I don't have any posts on my bed. It's anyway, yeah, you'd have to put your hands under. You'd have to have like vague, a small amount of stretch over the bedposts with the mm. strapping. Put your hands under it and then wrap it around. There's that, or you could do it where they're tied, and like they've got, and you've got like a, you could have one bit of rope that you put if they're both tied, you pull it with your mouth, and that'll tighten both of them. I don't know. Like, that's done this. That's. I mean, you know, when the family are away. Listen, listen, I, I, I'm, 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 I've been with some freaky bitches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> freaky bitches. <laughs> uh, cut that. Um, <laughs> that's, that's not going in the show. Uh, <laughs> um, I haven't. Um, but I, I just sort of picked. I just sort bleeding. of pictured that that's probably what you could do. But I think what you're saying, Susie, is that if you have it and then you kind of twist your arms around and around mm, like that like, again. Wee, wee, wee. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do it that way. Uh, that could be a way to do yeah, it. Yeah, I guess, actually, if you'd already pre-tied some, like, wrist nooses and then just... Yeah, pull them tight, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, well, when he does way, it, when he does it, everyone the... goes, oh, sure, Chris knows what he's talking about. But when Masood says it, when Masood says it, Masood, you did say freaky bitches. That's, that's all on you. <laughs> that's all on you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do you remember the detail of they got experts in to try and lock themselves in the bag to see if oh could be done. i yes i seemed and did somebody get quite close uh well no they deemed it was impossible they said oh, right. that um uh, an expert brought in to examine the bag in which his body was found concluded that he could not have locked it himself and the police spokesperson also then said uh if he was alive he got into it voluntarily mm. or if not he oh. was unconscious and placed in the bag yeah. Oh. Okay. Ah. Bearing hmm. in mind as well, another detail is that the heating in the flat was turned on, which they reckon was done deliberately to try and speed up the decomposition of his body. Oh, so someone would find it. Basically, that, right. I I find this detail very interesting. This yeah. idea that yeah, because because that must be a very easy thing to do. Hmm. Just to... chuck on the heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think. Hmm. Yeah, if he got into it voluntarily, yeah, I suppose, you know, people are into that. The whole isolation. People are into that. People into that. The whole isolation thing where you're like sensory deprivation, whatever. So it's like, okay, fine. I guess so. But then it seems a little odd having the key in there. That's the part that I'm like, "Mm." and that's probably what leans, makes me lean a little bit more towards the unconscious thing. Because if it was like a, hey, let's play a little fun game. It seems a bit odd to throw the key in the suitcase with him if he got in willingly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't make yeah, sense yeah. if there are two consenting parties there. It'd just be like, oh, no, I'll throw the key in with you. would be like, oh, well, no, why? Are you going to get me out? Aren't, you, aren't I going to yeah, come Yeah, the key out? in the bag is useless if he's alive yes. and mm. conscious because he can't get it out yeah, of the bag to Yeah, unless it. he can, like... Because sometimes when you've got an item of clothing, and actually when you've got a bag, if you pull at the sides enough, you can make the zip go ooh come yeah. down. Yeah. Um, but not with a padlock on it, unless you. No, that's it. it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, the uh, coroner found ooh. that the death was unnatural and likely to have been criminally med- med- mediated. Yes. Uh, and then the coroner was then satisfied that on the balance of uh, probabilities, he was killed unlawfully. Oh, in the words of Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> but there was insufficient evidence actually to give an actual verdict of unlawful killing. So that it sort of like tries this fine line where the coroner goes, it, he was killed unlawfully, but I can't rule that it was unlawful killing. Oh, yeah. That sounds like the gas man who came around to my place. Recently, where he went, right, so we've got to turn this off. Um, I'm like, okay, so is it dangerous? He's like, well, technically it's not. So I'm like, so it's not dangerous. Like, yeah, but on my form, I've got to say it is. I'm like, so it okay. is dangerous. He's like, no, it's not. Mm. So I'm like, so what the fuck is it? Uh, is it dangerous or is it not fucking dangerous? Tell me what What are we is. doing here, baby? <laughs> technically, it's an unlawful killing. But uh, according to this form, I can't say it's an unlawful killing. <laughs> I just got um, tequila and smoke all over myself. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Um. This uh, this coroner was quite uh, uh, con- con- condemnatory. Is that a word? It sounds like a word, mate. Maybe it is now. Yeah. But uh, she she was not um, full of praise for the Secret Service. So oh. um, basically, uh, the coroner suggested that uh, another party had placed the bag containing Williams into the bath 
and mm-hmm. probably locked the bag. The coroner said that Williams was probably alive when he was put in the bag and that died shortly afterwards from CO2 poisoning or from another short-acting poison, mm-hmm. even though no one no trace is found. However, let's right. remember let's remember that the body was one week decomposed and that had been um, uh, sped up by the heating being on. Oh, yeah. so it could have been... Yeah. It was... It, it was August, so um, right. Uh, no fingerprints were found uh, around the bath or on the bag, and then the coroner was critical of the Secret Service for failing to report him missing for seven days, which had obviously caused more pain and suffering to his family, but more importantly to the mechanics of the case, had led to loss of forensic evidence. Mm. Yeah, it just seems really odd. Yeah, you're right that they were just like, where is he? I haven't seen him for a week. I, you know, if there's someone you're working with, you'd be like, are they after two days? You're like, come on now. We should, we should send someone out for him. You know what? It's such a weird thing though, because have you ever seen that documentary dreams of a life? Yeah. No, I haven't. Have you seen that? Yeah, I, she, I... she was eaten by cats, right? Or they found her. Oh, being in the consumed flat. by her cat. Her yeah. name was Joyce. Vincent. Isn't it? Yeah, isn't it Zoe Ashton that plays her? In yeah, the... in the documentary. So there's a, yeah. there's a documentary called Dreams of a Life about mm-hmm. a woman who, in 2006, this woman who, in the documentary, there's loads of people who knew her, said she was a vivacious, um, sparky, wonderful woman who everybody loved. Mm. And her remains were found in Oof. 2006, January 2006. Turns out she had died in december 2003 she was surrounded by christmas presents her remains were found in 2003 three years years later Uh, two just over two years yeah so they were found in january 2006 she'd been wrapping christmas presents and watching tv and she died because she'd been left there for just over two years cause of death unknown but Basically, she was a really sort of sparky, flighty woman who Hmm. loads of people like there were men who were in love with her in this documentary. And they just all assumed "Ah, she's off somewhere and they forgot about it. And two years went by and no one went, where's Joyce? And people she was living in a block of flats in London, one of the the world's capital, essentially. not essentially, London is named the world's capital. Like a very busy city. She was in a block of flats and um, Fuck. Sh- people in the block of flats would complain about the smell and no one would do anything. And then they found this woman's remains two years later. It, it, it's, it's a brilliant documentary. It's really devastating. Yeah, and it just story. goes to show you like how someone can just slip through the net and no one yeah. can go, I want to find out where this person is. People just went, ah, oh, she's off somewhere. And yeah. I assume that happened with a lot of people, or maybe it happened with this guy for only a week. It's he was my... also um, a very private person, so I Ooh. guess like yeah, people maybe so, have yeah. been used to not hearing from him. For That's a week. it. For ages, and it was yeah. only a week uh, with him. It was two hours. Two hours? Two years. Two years yeah. with this woman. Yeah. yeah. That's why my mom doesn't want dogs, because she's like, I and people find me and the dogs are eating my legs? <laughs> no. People no. always talk about like if you die, oh, yeah. your cats will eat you. I'm like, your dogs will too. I keep saying like, uh, you get like racists on Twitter and transphobes on Twitter posting, and their <laughs> profile picture is their dog. Oh, so, yeah. pro- so trans transphobe will be like, uh, I am not a cis woman. I am a woman. And their profile picture is a dog, and people are like, your dog deserves better. I'm like, is that- no, no, your dog will love you unconditionally. That's why they have. <laughs> There's that I account isn't there, some... that is um, called Racist Pets. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Thing. <laughs> that's so funny. Racist just... transphobic pets. If the dog do... doesn't care if you're trans, it will love anyone unconditionally. Yeah. Hitler, he had a dog called Blondig. Yeah. yeah. I just think if you're going to do, if, if those are your opinions, have the, like, the, you know, the conviction to at least put your photo on there don't hide yeah. behind your dog, you coward. They're like, if you put your photo, you're cancelled. Yeah, because you're a piece of shit. Yeah, don't hide behind your dog. Do you just do the face thing from Face Off? <laughs> Nicholas Cage does to his son. Oh yeah. So that he wreck. Oh no, it's John Travolta, but he does it as Nicholas Cage to remind. We're yeah. straying from the point here. <laughs> Sorry, um, I went right. off. No, 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 no. I want so, to see um, the documentary now. No, it that sounds was really that was good. relevant. It's a I think really that was. I think it was super relevant. relevant. 
for sure. So and you're um, right. You make a good point about like people just assume. And like you said as well, Chris, it's like, oh, he's a private guy. And they don't hear from him for a week. Who fucking knows? And a secret man working for the secret service. That's it. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that, that's um, what it says on his business card. Hello there. I am a secret, I'm a secret man, man working, working for, for the secret service. service. <laughs> the coroner was also highly critical of the Metropolitan Police's counterterrorism. Uh, command because they failed get this is big they failed to tell senior investigating officers before the inquest began of the existence of nine memory sticks and other property in gareth williams's sis office oh my god okay okay they also failed to take this is big uh they also failed to take formal statements when interviewing sis officers oh jesus christ come on oh my god the first thing that is so stupid so this This led the coroner to say that the possible involvement of secret intelligence service staff in the death was a legitimate line of inquiry for the police. Uh, Um. Hello! Yeah, I think so. so like, oh, we didn't take any statements. Why? Because one of us did it. But I mean, that's probably not gonna. <laughs> this this prompted a reinvestigation by the Met, which lasted another year. Shit. Officers were allowed unprecedented access to MI6 staff following <clears throat> criticism at the inquest <clears throat> of the of MI6's actions following Gareth's death. Yeah. Um, mm. So then the Deputy Assistant Commissioner announced uh, that even though there'd been like a, a reevaluation of all of the evidence and clues, uh, uh, no definitive answers have been obtained as to the cause of his death still, and that the most probable scenario remained that he died alone in his flat in Pimlico as the result of accidentally locking himself in the bag. And that still went through. I don't think that's true. No. Because I don't know how he'd do that without getting his fingerprints on the bag. Yeah, or at least right. the bath. Just somewhere. I mean, I know that somebody said, like, he could do it without getting it in the bath, but, like, yeah, still. Yeah, but you'd need the purchase, I think. You can't yeah. get in and out of a bath without touching the sides of the exactly. bath. Exactly. <laughs> I've bloody tried. I'm like a little spider. I'll slip over and just, like, swirl around in the in the bathtub. You have to. That's ridiculous. But it, but that's it, though. They say that, and everyone goes, yeah, all right then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there have been developments since. Oh. 2015, a former KGB agent who defected from Russia and is now based over here mm-hmm. called Boris Karpachkov. He said during interviews that sources in Russia, that's all he said, had claimed that the uh, SVR, the Russian Foreign Intelligence Service, was responsible for Williams's murder. Uh, and apparently they killed him after failing to blackmail him into becoming a double agent. Oh, okay. Ah. And so, but also more than this, in response to uh, the SVR's attempts to get him into being a double agent, he then claimed that he knew the identity of a Russian spy inside GCHQ. Oh, shit. It was a dumb thing to admit, really. Yeah. Karbichkov claimed that his threats meant that the uh, SVR had no alternative but to get rid of him in order to protect their mole. Yeah. Oh yeah, well I know a spy in my in my organization. What, did, really? Did you just say that? Oh, <laughs> now we and, gotta and... fucking kill you. Ah, oh, I, I really wish Karpichkov. you didn't say that, man. I, God, <laughs> God damn it. Karpichkov actually goes so far to give a method of execution as well, which oh, was wow. uh, an, an untraceable poison that was administered through his ear. Oh. Whoa. Hmm. Okay. Huh. I do. That may very be likely, but I guess I'm I'm a, not uncomfortable. But the word untraceable seems like something a child would say. Was well, an oh. untraceable poison it put through your ear? Really? You guys <laughs> yeah. have that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like with it goes, um, and this, this poison goes be, to a different school. <laughs> <laughs> I know this will be super old when this comes out, but like when 
you know, Boris Johnson had to like raise what was it like a hundred supporters or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, well, I totally got them. He's like, did did you did you actually or did you you didn't? Did yeah, you, you he said I got one hundred and two supporters. You just only know about sixty of them. And I was like, his <laughs> other do you mean the ones that you got? Sixty. His other supporters <laughs> live in Canada. That's it. <laughs> That's a song this, yeah. in the musical Avenue Q called My Girlfriend Who Lives in Canada about an obviously made up girlfriend. Yeah. And uh, I have a guy who lives in Canada who I'm seeing, but it's, he's not made up. So We've never up. met him. You've <laughs> met him. You'll meet him. Oh, my he God. Was he was literally on the show. You're being weird. You guys are allowed to be. So they, there was a poison. There's a poison they put it in. There's a poison they put it in. That's the uh, that's the that. that was the development in 2015 where this uh, KGB defector yeah. uh, said that that is what happened. Okay. Um, yeah, you yeah, you know, I think I feel like it it that feels at least coherent only because of what everyone else was saying, including the coroner who was like, ah, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> it's impossible, yeah. and the fact that they didn't get any statements from anyone and like all of that was done so poorly you're like wow okay come on guys like yeah if you've murdered him you've obviously not covered it up but just not done the part of your job that makes it seem like you know the part of your job that makes it seem like you're not covering it up right uh yeah okay that it's interesting there are so many people involved in this story possibly who Mm -hmm didn't try enough to cover things up yeah Yeah, Um, because that goes back to the point we made earlier which is uh if he was uh if he locked himself in the bag how did he do it without getting his fingerprints on the glove if uh he was killed why not dispose of the body why leave him in the bath in the bag yeah it's, it's like none of it really makes any sense whichever way you look at it the only thing that might make sense is if yes he did lock himself in the bag, uh, but had a uh, had a friend, which is like, if I accidentally kill myself doing one of these stupid things, can you come and make it look like something else? Yeah. Could you come in, turn the heating up real high so my body decomposes <laughs> and it starts to stink and um, just wipe down my fingerprints? Uh I just want to know why you're asking me to do this. I just, it just feels very specific. Yeah. Actually, do you know what? You're right. Even, even that doesn't make any sense. So, <laughs> what the, what the fuck happened? What do you think happened, Masood? <laughs> do I don't know what happens. Do you? <laughs> um, I reckon. I wow, think I gave it my best shot. It's like, ah. I think it's. I'm kind of leading towards this, this Russian thing potentially only because. I guess it feels like the most likely. And easiest thing. I think he was murdered for sure. Um, because that's the only thing that makes sense. Like it's a really weird thing. And I suppose, but then it goes back to all the jokey things we talk about with all the other government murders. They always do well, dumb, stupid shit where they're like, ah, they won't fucking and it's like what oh. could I mean it could be so simple as 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 the um the people that did it were or maybe they were Russian agents mm-hmm. and had to very quickly leave the country before they could finish the job, before they could go back and get the body, before they could move it. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? That's right. So they're like, right, we'll put them in the case to, and then we'll come back for the body and we'll move yeah. it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, for maybe, easy transport. Maybe, maybe there's a, maybe because all this sort of like series of coincidences that no one ever thinks about. Maybe there was a car accident uh, within that week where two Russian guys were killed, and they and they were the ones that did it and couldn't, didn't go back and because oh, they were shit. they were killed they were yeah. killed in an accident or something. Yeah. Yeah, things like that's obviously massive conjecture. Everybody listening, don't go yes, thinking that don't think this is that. what I'm definitively saying. We're not <laughs> listing facts. It's possible that that could have that could explain yeah. why he was left in a bag in an ensuite in an rather ensuite. than being disposed of. I think I think that's pretty likely. Yeah, like he because remember we did that case where that poor woman was in a suitcase taken out of a hotel, wasn't she? Yeah, the last, yeah, yeah. The last oh Ken my Brennan god, episode. that's Ken yeah. Brennan, yeah. 
yeah so it's like it's pretty likely if we're going off of that that yeah they probably could have just chucked him in a bag and then and then someone's like hey i'm i'm, I'm cold you're cold we are from russia turn heating on i'm very cold <laughs> and then <laughs> off they go, and then, go yeah then they die in a car accident and then someone's like oh shit so who's gonna pick up no one knows the bodies there because not they're chat they're they're whatsapping to everyone else to the fsb like hey everything is on schedule absolutely um, yeah so yeah that's pretty likely i think it, it, that something like that could happen or someone just plum forgot you know yeah. it's not out. um it's not necessarily good. just the russians that are suspects like the I mean, could be anyone. that it was like within mi6 uh as well well so, yeah because um, seeing as they didn't get interviewed they yeah well also he um uh he was one of a team of intelligence officers that were tasked with uh, infiltrating US and UK hacking networks. Ooh. Yeah, but this is 2010. I mean, Twitter hadn't even gone completely toxic by then. No. no. Hacking was basically you, you putting password in the password field. That was all it was. <laughs> <laughs> but like 2010 hacking is very different to today's hacking. Yes, there was definitely a lot more loading bars, yeah. tiny skulls, and uh, little <laughs> injection graphics. Yeah, I remember 2010. And I lots think. of people Mercy. going, yes. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I love, there's a scene of Mr. Robot where they talk about that, where they're like, this is a fucking act, and this is bullshit. <laughs> I can't get my head around the fact that Mr. Robot is about computer hackers and stuff rather mm. than like Bicentennial Man. But 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 we've all agreed that Bicentennial Man is trash. <laughs> You've agreed. I've agreed. Do you remember? The, do you remember the bit in the court? No, there's a film called the... Hackers. Yes, yeah, I know. With jo- yeah, with Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. And Fisher Stevens is the villain. Oh, oh yeah, and um, Johnny Johnny Lee Miller's in it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a uh, uh, there's that rubbish bit in the court. Where he's able to use the silver foil from a stick of chewing gum to do oh, something with the computer. Do you remember? No! That's classic Hollywood. Like, can we do that? Sure, why not? We've some flim flam. Yeah, it's it's a giant machine tunneling into the core of the earth. If if they're gonna like fucking catch us out on this with the chewing gum, <laughs> the core is a yeah. dumb movie. <laughs> the core fucking sucks. Tell you what also sucks. <laughs> The cube. Oh, is that the one with the um? There's a giant cube, but it's like a prison, and like each room is like it kills people when they go into it or whatever. It's like Saw, but it's rooms. You don't think it's great? It's just from late '90s sci-fi. Yeah, it's very. uh, Yeah, it's like the set. Do you remember the cell with the Vincent? Yeah, with J Lo. J Lo. Yeah. Yeah. That was a very like because I remember watching it being like. Ugh, I feel a bit uncomfortable. This is a bit weird. Right. <laughs> Cause it's like, because it is, it's like they go into the mind of a serial killer and it's exactly what you expect it to be. It's like, oh, abused childhood. Okie dokie. That's why he's a serial killer. I'm like, do we need to go into his mind to know that? I'm pretty sure that. There's like, a lot of like, there's a lot of like high concept 90s thrillers that. Yeah. Oh my like God. Like Chain Reaction with oh. Keanu Reeves and. I miss oh God, it. I can't and believe that existed. Was it oh, what's the other one? Where there's, there's one where Sandra. Oh, the net. The Sandra net. Bullock is. Oh, the yeah, net. Yeah, well, she yeah. orders a pizza the online. Net. Everyone's like. Hmm. And so that's is that is that is that all we know? Oh yeah, that's that. Those are all of the 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 main bits. But it's like you you're never going to be like the, the whole gist is what the fuck, what the fuck. We're never going to have enough to yeah, 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 and why? Yeah, if it's if it's to do with spy shit, we're never going to know. Yeah, we're it's, never going to know why. Yeah, it smells definitely of spy shit though, and it, only because of our. Well, there would have been some in the bag, almost certainly. Spies see, evacuate yeah. their bowels after death. Just spies, not anyone else. I think that if I died, I'd have already done all my pups. <laughs> reckon. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You're gonna. Oh my god! I can't believe out. that did it for Chris. He was like, "Brilliant, nailed it." Uh, it was. Uh, you've got a lovely turn of phrase, Sus. <laughs> pups. 
Thanks, Chris. It's nice to, yeah. have, to have finally uh, ticked that one off the list. Agreed. Sure After all these years. So last all week we did 9-11, which has been my like pet project. And mm. We started this podcast three and a half years ago. Chris and Masood, you both pitched the spy in the bag as, as a major subject for this podcast. For the podcast, and yeah. It was to try it. and sell the studio on like the type of cases we would do. And, and then they were we like, just eh? didn't didn't do this for three and a half years yeah <laughs> can you just Finally. imagine them listening to every episode be like this next one's gonna be it next one's gonna be spying <laughs> I, I, i'm telling you i gotta feel it ah oh, look I the Yanko, we're so close feel. we're so close <laughs> i'm close uh yeah thanks so Chris. thanks for listening thank thanks for you. listening thank you everybody thank you this series is drawing to a close we can't wait to the last few episodes and genuinely we can't like the last few episodes for this series, there are three left, and they are Coca-Cola. Uh, <gasps> wait, 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 wait! Oh, no, we gotta oh, do the, oh, we gotta do oh, all the stuff. Oh, Patreon.com/slash Mystery on the Rocks if you want to get free stuff, bonus content, free merch including T-shirts, hoodies, mugs, posters. Patreon.com slash Mr. on the Rocks. You can video also episodes, mini episodes. Email us at, oh yeah, you get video episodes, you get everything. If you email us, mystery on the rocks at gmail.com, there are other ways to get in touch with us, mm-hmm. either Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Look up Mr. on the Rocks. On Twitter and Instagram, we are Mr. on the Rocks, but the Rocks is spelled with an X because X going to give it to you. And it's the best way to find out when all our latest episodes are posting. And then yes. you'll see them and go, oh, yeah. And you'll go, oh, my God, it's just those guys. I love them. They take all my boxes. Hello. Mm-hmm. And also, please, please don't send any tapes about you talking like I think I said a few weeks ago, like, hey, I miss I'd miss the idea of some I'd like the idea of somebody sending a maniacal tape to me of them just talking shit like who was it? Somebody sent it to a director and they used to play it at their parties. Oh, no, this was Leonard Bernstein. Yes. The composer Samuel Bick, who uh, wanted to kill the president, would send tapes to Ranty Bernstein. tapes. Yeah, going like, oh, we know, don't we, Lenny? Who would he would play the tapes of parties? Uh, and Sammy Wick ended up uh, in a plane trying to fly to the Capitol to kill the president in That's the 80s. Right. Yeah. And he was shot by snipers on the runway. So he never was allowed to continue allowed. His, his little plan. And uh, it took till 9 11. Mm. So 20 years later, basically, the. Yeah. US went, oh, we probably should do something about this. Anyway, mm. fun stuff. But if you do want to send us those tapes, you can send it to those places. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Yes. <gasps> Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.